What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Fulfillment Podcast, where we help discover better you by finding fulfillment in life, relationships, and finance. I am your host, Josh, and in this episode, I'll talk about three reasons why men should stay single. There's a big difference between talking to a broad audience and talking to a very specific audience. Um, I think we sometimes lose translation and generalization, and that has a big impact on the way the message is received and the way things are talked about. What am I saying with all this stuff? Basically, I think that sometimes we talk in general generalities, so we don't really delineate who exactly we're speaking to. So that's why this one's literally for the guys. I'm out here talking to the guys. I think there's some takeaways. Girls, you guys can definitely have some takeaways here. Um, but I, I want to talk with the guys. I'm, I'm coming from the male perspective. I'm coming from the guy side, and I want to talk on what I've learned and the lessons that I can pass on to the guys through the things that I've gone through, and I think it's got a lot of practicality to it. So I want to talk about the three reasons why you should stay single. And when I say single, let's not confuse this, because I know we will do this as guys. It's a very common thing to confuse the word single with being alone. Now, what's the difference between single and being alone? Single, obviously, you are not dating somebody. You're not attached to somebody. You're not uh, You're not with an individual. You're not um, a significant other to someone, right? So you're, you're basically free to do whatever. Being alone is different because being alone means you're not even looking for somebody else. When you're single, you can 100% be out dating, you know, playing the game and, and getting around and all that, right? You can sleeping around and all that. And I want to be specific when I say stay single. I mean, be alone. It's, it's a critical component to the whole self-development, self-growth process, because it's impossible to grow when you're continuing to hide and, and bury the things that are going on in your head. You have to confront, you have to get them out. You have to deal with them, right? You can't fight an enemy if you don't fight back, you can't you can't beat an enemy that's trying to kill you, right? If you don't fight back or give them something back, you have to confront that force, right? You can't just constantly be running, 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 running. You're never going to win. So you have to be able to confront. It seems true with in relationships. You have to be able to confront your problems, confront your fears, confront your issues, and stop hiding from them in order to get around to them. And you're never going to do that if you're never alone. If you don't spend the quality time you need to confronting your problems face up alone. So that's why I, I want to delineate the, the clear difference here when I say stay single, three reasons to stay single. Definitely want to verify that this means being alone, guys. All right. Okay, so there's three main reasons that come down. A, a lot of, uh, if you guys get on YouTube and stuff, check out um, Stefan Labossiere. And he is very, very, very good in terms of talking to the guys and, and delineating kind of the relationship aspects and how to help grow. He talks with the female perspective too. Um, but him being a guy, right, he, he obviously knows a lot and uh, it comes from the male side, So as do I. But talk about three main points that I've, talk, I've taken away from a lot of stuff that I've learned from him, things that I've read, stuff that I've taken away from The Art of the Superior Man um, and, and all those different books and, and resources and stuff that I've learned, especially the stuff that I've gone through over the last three years. What are the three big main takeaways? Just so I can create something easy for us to digest and really implement in our own lives. And... The first one is financial stability. So the first one is financial stability. The second one is discovering your purpose. And then the third point that I really wanted to bring up and I think wraps everything together is healing yourself, healing your problems, healing your your deep down kind of like emotional issues, um, the trust issues you may have, the 
you know, abandonment problems that you may have, all those kind of things. The, the concept of you're never going to find the perfect one or the perfect one doesn't exist or you're too old to get there or whatever it may be, right? All those things I want to like kind of wrap into the heal yourself, the third component. But let's start with the first one and then we'll work ourselves down, okay? So the first one, financial stability. Why is financial stability a reason that you should be single and stay alone? Well, you have to understand a female, a woman, right? If you are a guy, and, and I'm talking to people that want to be masculine men, right? Have, have the masculine qualities, masculine traits that a man brings to a relationship. Um, if you want to find somebody that matches you as a masculine individual, you are attracted to, well, masculine or feminine, right? Either, either side. But in a relationship, you are attracted to your, um, your emotional polar opposite. So if you are bringing masculine energy to the table then you are going to attract or you're going to desire the feminine polar energy. And the same is true on the feminine side. If you are bringing the feminine energy to a relationship, you will want to attract the masculine. That's, that's who you're naturally attracted to. You're naturally attracted to the polar opposite. So one of the strong qualities of masculinity, of the masculine energy brought to a relationship, is being a stable individual, right? Being able to... Um, be the person you go to for security, for knowledge, for, for calm, being, being able to, to settle down and secure and, you know, establish kind of like a foundation. That's one of like the qualities, right? You need to be able to turn when, when things are haywire and everything's going crazy, you need to be able to turn to somebody and have that person with this kind of security, the stability that you're looking for to bring the situation together, right? When you look at and I always keep going back to war examples, but when you look at getting into a firefight or some sort of conflict in uh, in war, right? When you when you go under contact and you start taking either indirect fire, which is like mortar rounds or artillery, or you start just getting pop shots from small arms, when you start taking contact from an enemy, immediately things go bananas, right? Everything goes out the window within a second because the whole plan now is shifting and addressing the current problem, the current situation, which is one, stay alive, and two fight back and push it off so that you can either continue the mission or achieve what you need to in terms of fire superiority and then advancing on the enemy. But in order to do that, right, everything goes crazy, you need to be able to settle. And typically that is what the leader's position is. Either you have a strong dominant NCO or you have, you know, the, the officer that is there, whoever is nearest or whoever is in that situation is the person you're going to look to to have that stability and to have that fundamental um, capability to bring calm to the situation. It may be chaos, but you need someone to do that. That's an example of the strong feminine energy, or the strong, Jesus, the strong masculine energy playing its role. So when we look at being financially stable in a relationship, if you're looking to attract the feminine energy, a feminine energy will be attracted to somebody with the stability. The same holds true in finances. Somebody that can have strong financial stability is somebody that's going to be attractive to the feminine presence, right? So what does that mean? Like, what's the point that we're getting? Well, if you date while you're broke, you're likely going to settle for somebody who can support you. You're going to look at somebody that's got some sort of financial stability or whatever, because if you look at it the other way, if you find somebody that is not financially stable and you yourself feel like you're not financially stable, then you're probably not going to want to be with them just because things are going to feel like they're haywire bananas and you can't find stability that you need to in order to like breathe and sleep at night, right? So you're going to want to do that. You have to be able to find that. I know for me, I'll give a personal example. Um, 
when I started kicking off all these businesses, right? And while I may be at a point now where I'm at cruise control, I still feel like there's more I can do. But one of the things is that I want to make sure that I'm bringing what I can to the table, that I am doing what I need to in order to be successful. And I'm not saying that this means you have to have a stable job because I didn't have a stable job at the time. However, this does mean that you are financially stable. Either you are in a, in a career or in a path that you are earning what you want to or earning what you need to, or you have the financial literacy that you are confident enough, the financial confidence to be able to achieve what you need to, when you need to, however you need to. And that's a big, big deal. Because the biggest thing, and then back to my personal example is, I didn't feel at, at there was a time right back shit during uh, like mid COVID kind of when I was going through this whole growth phase and starting my businesses and kicking things off and all this, when I was not achieving what I needed to be achieving me personally, right? I was not mentally in the place where I wanted to be with my finances. Now I did not, I was just growing businesses at the time, right? But I wasn't bringing in the earned income that I wanted to be bringing in. It was more or less, if I was going to get into a relationship with somebody, I was going to have to rely on them in order to maintain security. And I didn't want that. I wanted to be able to come to the table and be like, hey, this is, I am, I am secure and strong enough on my own. And if I couldn't do that, I didn't feel like I was happy. I didn't feel fulfilled. Now, what happens is a lot of people will confuse this feeling of lack of fulfillment because you don't have money directly correlated to not having money. I want to make sure it's very, very clear. It is not the materialistic aspect of having money in your account, having a large bank account number, right? It's not the materialistic aspect of that. It is the fulfillment aspect of knowing that you can provide as you want to provide to whoever it is that you may get into a relationship with. You want to be able to provide for her so that she can trust in you. And that is what I had to wrap my head around because I didn't feel like I was at a point where I was fulfilled enough in what I was doing, so achieving the results and success that I wanted to achieve in order to be able to bring somebody else into my life, into a relationship. And that's a huge deal. That's where the financial stability needs to come in. Another cool example or something else to keep in mind um, that Stefan Labassiere talked about was, he's like, when famous men leave women, they have the ability to get what they've always wanted and they don't have to settle anymore. And I think that really struck true with me because he said, ask yourself, would you be with this woman if you were rich? Would you be with this girl if you were rich? And the point that he's trying to get across is when you have the point, when you get to yourself to the point where you're financially comfortable, right? Where you can do what you want and you're independent, you're financially independent, you're not relying on anyone else but yourself. You can achieve what you want to do. When you get to the point where you can do that, you don't have to settle. Does that make sense? Like you don't, you're not settling anymore on what it is that you're trying to do because you need help from someone else. You can do this on your own. So you're not, you're not settling anymore for something that's mediocre or not what you want or kind of half-assed. So, so you find people that are different. Now imagine if you take the financial piece out of the equation and you can do what you want and you're achieving your goals and you're going after everything and you're living kind of the way you want to be living and you're just pumping away and you're going strong and you're just giving it everything you've got. Now you start surrounding yourself with a different group of people. You have kind of what Dan Lott calls is F you money. You have money you can tell people you don't want to be around to fuck off because you're where you want to be and you can do whatever you want. 
And it's, again, it's less about the money and it's more about the freedom and the control that you have and the ability you have to do what you want when you want with who you want. That's the biggest difference. So when you get to the point where you have this money, now you don't need people in your life that don't deserve you. You can tell them no because you don't need them anymore. You only need yourself in this world, right? The people that matter to you are the only people that you need. You don't need people that are not up to par or are not up to what you believe you deserve. And that's where Stefan Labassiere is coming in and he's saying that if you're rich, you let go of the tendencies and you let go of the things that don't belong and you only allow in your life the things that help you grow. And I talk about this all the time, removing resistance, right? As you remove these pieces and remove these components, then you find the things that you really want in life and you, you don't settle for things that you don't. You're more likely to entertain someone who doesn't deserve you if you don't have the full capabilities of yourself present. If you're not achieving everything you need, you need to be pursuing your purposes. You need to be free of distractions. Dating can distract you. As much as I would love to have a girlfriend, now is not the time for me to be in that situation because I am not where I want to be in order to be in a fulfilled relationship. I'm just, I'm not. And if I were to bring a girl into it, then it would only distract me from what I'm trying to achieve. Now, when I get to the point, right, there's never like a, I made it point, right? It's, a, it's an endless game. It's an infinite game. You continue to play. The goal of the game is to continue playing. The goal of growth is to continue to grow. But when you meet somebody that is going in the same direction, that is paddling with you in the same direction, and you guys get in the same boat together and you're going together, that person is going to help you grow. They're only going to become an asset for you. You're going to be an asset in their life. They are going to be an asset in your life. And she is going to help you guys. She is going to help you grow and go in that same direction. This is not going to be one of those situations where you feel like you're a burden. You feel like you're constantly annoying her. You feel like you're lacking in some quality or area of your life that she's not happy with. You're not going to feel any of those feelings or emotions. And you don't have to settle for that because you yourself are confident on your own that you are where you need to be because you are achieving the success and the results that you need to be achieving. Go back to that question he asked. Would you be with this person if you were rich? Would you be with this girl if you were rich? If you wouldn't, why? Why would you not be with her? And there's probably, I can almost guarantee you, there's a deeper rooted reason because of that. You look at all these different people, right? A lot of famous people that go through all the same stuff. They break up with whoever it was they were with before because they no longer have to settle. They don't have to settle for somebody that they don't believe they deserve. That their true energy doesn't believe that they deserve. Now, right or wrong, if you agree with that or disagree with that, it's a fact. They leave that person because they think they can do better, right? They think they deserve more. Now, let's look at some other individuals who are secure in themselves and who were financially stable before finding a relationship, found the relationship, and now have succeeded further as a result. Look at the uh, the founder of Google. I don't know his name, but I know that he started dating his girlfriend when he was like 18 or 21 or something. He was very, very young. Now, this is before Google kicked off. Now, he's, he's more successful than he was when they started dating, when they first met. They've been together ever since, right? Now, the point that I'm trying to make here is he was financially stable. He was secure with himself before he got in. And all she did was she added her feminine energy to the equation and together they grew and they continued to advance this business, this Google.com business into the amazing immaculate business that it is today. 
Do you see the difference? The difference between the Hollywood actor that dumps his girlfriend and finds a hotter one because he thinks he deserves more and all this, right? He, the first girl that he was with, he wasn't financially secure with himself. He was not stable in who he was before he met that girl. He, he jumped into a relationship, right? And then he kind of grew alongside with this girl that he didn't think he should be with. And then when he got to a point where he was so much better off and, and kind of more secure and confident in where he was and felt like he was more on his path, then that's when he dumped her and tried to find somebody else or found someone different. Whereas you, the, what I'm trying to say is we need to stay single and stay alone until we get to the point where we are financially stable. We are secure in who we are and what we're doing and where we're going before we jump into something and find somebody else. That's why I think that point is so important. You have to be able to be with somebody who helps you, who helps you grow, who helps you advance and isn't trying to date like some project. Most So girls like, and I guess this isn't like specific to girls. I think guys would be the same way, but people like to date projects, right? They like to date somebody that they can help grow and advance in, in kinder, right? Especially somebody that's broken or has daddy problems or whatever, right? And the reason for that, the psychological reason is, is because if you date somebody that has problems and you're helping them grow, you're building stability in the relationship. You're almost like securing that they're less likely to leave you. Now, is that really what you want in a relationship? No, you want somebody that actually loves you and not feels like they're obligated to be with you because you've helped them get through so many problems. However, that is oftentimes the way it works. And the problem with that, if a girl is dating you because you aren't exactly where you need to be and she feels like she needs to help you and she feels like she needs to grow and move you in a positive direction and help you figure out yourself and all this stuff, right? You're this project for her. Then she doesn't really respect you as the masculine man that she needs in a relationship to be happy. And this is why guys then also get broken up with. Because she doesn't have that ultimate respect. She's almost doing the job of bringing that masculine energy to the relationship. Whereas you're not. And if she's filling the masculine role and you're also trying to fill the masculine role. Then you have two masculine energies with no feminine energy. And that relationship results in drying up. Those relationships will dry up. If you bring two, two types of energy to the same table, right? They, they work on each other and not for each other. And as a result, they dry up. That energy in the relationship dries up. And it leads to lack of communication. It leads to resentment. It leads to I'm not doing everything I need to be doing. It leads to all these problems that eventually result in separation. So you have to make sure that you are bringing guys. We have to make sure that you are doing everything you can to become the best man you can. So that when you meet a woman, you can allow her to bring her pure feminine energy to the relationship so that you both can enhance each other. You need to allow that to happen. And that's our responsibility as a guy is be able to understand that, know that, do everything we can to fix ourselves, our problems, our emotional issues, our abandonment connection, like all these things that we have bottled up inside of us that we typically as men do not deal with. We need to dive in and solve these problems for ourselves before we bring a girl into this because we need to allow the girl that we bring into our relationship to our life to be able to be completely expressive of who she is be her pure self be her best version of herself so that we can help each other grow and we can become that beautiful strong connection that everybody desires to have
That's the biggest one. Okay, so that's number one, financial stability. Financial stability is critical. Okay, we understand that. Let's move on to number two. Number two, you got to discover your purpose. Now, what does discovering your purpose mean? Discovering your purpose is more of finding fulfillment in the things you do rather than settling for something that you're kind of like against or you may not uh, feel is right, right? There's always going to be kind of like a gap or a void or something missing if you settle. Whereas if you feel fulfilled and you are doing the best you can with everything you've got and you feel like you are where you're supposed to be, that gap will be gone. You won't feel a void. You won't feel like something's missing or something's not the way it's supposed to be or you're not where you're supposed to be. You won't feel that way. And that's the biggest thing about discovering your purpose. And it's it's kind of, it's a hard overarching concept to, to really grasp unless you've kind of delved into it because we as people avoid change. We don't like change. That's just like a human nature. And it's, it dates back to kind of like a survival instinct. In when you have consistency and you have things that are, when you're constantly doing the same thing over and over, you learn a pattern that is successful or you learn a pattern that has no bad results or whatever. You kind of like, you understand the outcome that is about to happen. If you come, if you repeat actions, you understand the outcome that will come out from on, from the other side, right? So we like to have consistency. We like that congruity that happens between events. But if we create change, then that is, uh, it's difficult, it's scary, it's tough. It goes against our, our know-how and our survival instinct to tell us to do the same thing. Now, where does this play into finding your purpose? Well, when I can tell you, I was in, well, so when I was in the service for like the eight years that I was in, um, I got in a very consistent rhythm, right? I figured out what I needed to do, how I needed to do it, and how I was gonna get paid. Now, did I necessarily feel like that was my ultimate calling? No. I felt like I was good at it and it was consistent and it was safe. But that did not mean that that was where I felt like my passion and my drive and my desire was. Now, did I necessarily know where that was? No. But was I going to find it in the military? I wasn't. That was not going to be everything I needed to do. So I set these goals for myself of things I wanted to achieve. And I always told myself I want to do company command. And then after command, I want to get out. Or after command, I want to make a decision on if I want to get out or stay in. And that's what I did. I did my command time and then following the second deployment while I was in command, following the deployment after I relinquished uh, command and, tra- and changed out, I made a decision that this is my time to get out and I had another offer on the table to do something else. The hardest thing to do in this whole situation was to leave your stable career, to leave a job that you have been doing your entire life and that you're good at to do something that is just a gigantic question mark for you. But I did it and I took the leap and I made the change. Now I didn't stay with that business, right? I started doing financial advising right out of the military and I didn't stay with that for long. I was there for about six months or so. But um, the important takeaway is is that I made the leap and I got away because what what that then allowed me to do was as I was in the financial advising position, I was doing other things on the side as well. And I started to create these other side businesses. And that's when those things started to kick off. I started feeling like, why am I wasting all my time financial advising when I really want to do this? And that's how you slowly transition yourself towards what it is you want to do. You take these leaps, you take these chances, and you make these moves for yourself to put yourself on this path and in this direction of ultimate fulfillment. 
And that's how you slowly discover your purpose. You slowly discover your purpose by making small changes, which in reality are massive changes, like quitting your job. That's a huge change. But in order to figure out where you want to be and what you want to do, you have to do that. You have to take these leaps. You have to take these chances. And one mistake that I always made too, um, getting back in the dating game after being married for so long, well, so long, like three years, but whatever, after being out of the dating game, we'll say that for so long, um, is I thought that not having a job after getting out of the military, not having a stable career, women wouldn't like that. I was like, there's no way a girl is going to want to date a guy that does not have like a career. He's going to be like, who wants to date the guy that walks up and is like, oh, I'm an entrepreneur, right? Nobody, nobody wants to do that. Cause that just sounds unstable as fuck. And everybody like loses at the entrepreneur game. So like I'm, my concept was nobody's going to want to date me. This is the dumbest thing in the world. But what I've learned is because I don't give up and I'm determined and I have made this successful and I have built some businesses and I have done certain things, I do have a positive track record of being successful. And that's honestly all girls fucking care about. That's all they want. They want to know that you are driven and what you set your mind to, you're going to achieve. And I've, like, I have proven that. I didn't think that would be true, but the more I talk to girls and like when I would go on dates, it kind of would obviously like get to a point and then I would ask like some kind of more personal concerning questions, things that I was concerned about or curious about. And I was like, so why after all this? And I told you I'm not in the military anymore. I don't have like a stable nine to five job and I'm not doing that. You know, I'm doing podcasts and I got YouTube channels and real estate and, you know, uh, media agency marketing and all this other stuff. Right. Why is why are you okay with this, but you're not okay, like, like it didn't change anything. Why didn't, why did the military to doing what I'm doing now? Why did, why did nothing change? And the most common thing they get is like, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter to me. This is what girls are saying, but they're telling me it doesn't matter to me what you're doing or how you're doing it or whatever. It just matters that you're driven. I want you to be, I want a guy that's driven, that, that goes after what he wants and, succeeds and like even if he fails or does something wrong he knows that he's going to correct it. he's just confident a driven confident guy who will achieve what he needs to and it's kind of interesting because i never thought that would be the case i never thought that that would be the case but of course these are these ideas that i've designed and developed in my own head that girls don't want somebody that you know maybe is just starting businesses and trying to do things that way they, they want somebody that's driven they want somebody that's focused on their goals and that can achieve these different things. And that's how discovering a purpose can even playing into becoming financially stable, right? So the girls want a financially stable person. They want somebody that is financially confident in doing what they're going to do to achieve the results and the end goals that they're trying to achieve. That is more important than anything else. It doesn't matter what job you have. It doesn't matter how much money you're making. It doesn't matter all these things that you're doing. You just need to be able to find what it is that makes you happy, drive for it no matter what, be persistent, pursue, and succeed. And that's, that is the biggest thing that girls care about. It's, it's wild and it's crazy, but it's, it is. It's true. They want somebody that can do that. They want somebody that can go after what they want. You guys have to understand, a man without purpose is a broken man. You, if you do not have a goal or something that you are striving to achieve something you are driving for every year, every month. If you don't have those things, you are far less desirable to a woman than you are to 
somebody that doesn't have those things. Does that make sense? To a, to a strong female, to somebody that is somebody that you're going to want to be with, somebody that you're going to be happy with, you are far more attracted to her with a purpose, with a goal, with a drive that you're going after than if you didn't, if you don't have those things. So, so take that as direct as you can and create these results, right? Write these things down. I have a, a calendar that I keep with me now every day and I fill out, you know, what am I trying to achieve this week? What am I trying to get done today? What am I trying to do to, to achieve these bigger goals that I have, right? To achieve these massive goals and these these revenue focuses and stuff that I want to achieve every year and ultimately drive me towards my goal, you know, in three years, like I have goals that I want to get to. So I write these things down and I make these purposes and I, I strive to achieve these plans that I create for myself. And that is like what a woman desires in somebody that is discovering your purpose and putting it into action. And women like that, that is what they want. That's Honestly, that is probably one of the biggest factors in determining what makes you different than somebody else. It's being able to find out what your purpose is and going after it and just being so confidently driven towards your purpose that you don't let anybody else get in your way. And that's where confidence comes in too, right? You can develop your confidence if you start designing a purpose and going for it and setting these goals to achieve it and not letting anything else get in your way. Being able to let go of people that aren't right for you. Being able to let go of relationships that aren't right for you. Being able to let go of works and jobs and you know different opportunities and stuff if they're not right for you. Strive, focus that goal, focus on your purpose and keep moving forward. Same thing as with uh, being physically fit, right? So let's think about this. Here's another good example. If you want a girl, if you want a girl who is physically fit, right? If you are a guy and you're like, I'm attracted to a girl that is like sexy as hell, fit, goes to the gym maybe and does what she needs to to stay just attractive, just a bombshell of a girl. Well, I can tell you right now, a bombshell type girl, somebody that's confident in herself, confident in her figure, confident in her body, goes to the gym, does all these things, right? If you're looking for somebody like that, who do you think she's more attracted to? Do you think she's going to be more attracted to a guy who eats potato chips on the couch and eats bonbons and ice creams and shit and watches movies all day? Or a guy who is out hiking, climbing, lifting, running, and swimming, and doing all these active things and going to the gym every day, she's probably going to be more attractive to probably the second guy, right? She's going to find somebody that is as driven as she is more attractive than somebody that is not or somebody that is focused on the same things. And the same thing holds true with guys. You're going to be attracted to somebody that does the same thing. So ask this question. Are you doing what you want to attract in somebody else? And if you're not, then start doing that. I just set a goal, right? I was, I used to work out all the time. I was in the army, all the stuff. And then I got out of the army <laughs> and I didn't have to, I didn't have to work anymore. And it was awesome. I loved it. I love that. I didn't have to wake up at 5 30 AM and hit the gym and, or not even hit the gym, just go to a formation, stand out in the cold and, uh, and run around for, you know, 45 minutes to an hour just to, just to be done to go back home, shower, change, and then start your day. Like I was so thrilled that I didn't have to do what I didn't believe in anymore to stay fit, to, to be active. I could do whatever I wanted to. So I kind of like rebelled against the whole concept and just did whatever I wanted. And that kind of resulted in me not doing it as much. I'd enjoyed that I didn't have to wake up. So I was like living in that as much as I could. Well, that eventually got to me. 
And I started to ask myself, I'm like, is this the kind of person that I want to attract? Do I want to attract somebody that doesn't do these things like I'm doing right now? And I I don't, right? I didn't want to do that. So I had to nut up and I had to get serious with myself and I had to start creating a workout plan again and getting back in the gym and start doing all these things that I used to do um, when I was active duty. And the cool thing is, is you start surrounding yourself with a different group of people and women are the same way, right? She needs to be able to trust in her guy and desire the guy that she's going after. So she, she wants to follow somebody that's doing the same thing. So guys, you want to find a sexy girl. You want to find somebody that works out. You want to find somebody that's physically fit. Start going to the gym yourself, develop a workout routine and start doing that. If you're not already, if you are great, keep at it, keep going. Like you're, you'll notice you're start surround yourself with those people and you're going to start getting into that presence as well. So getting after it is huge in the physical world. Another thing too, for me, so I'm a, um, I'm a relatively spiritual person. I, uh, I feel at home when I go to church, I go to a church called new life. It's very cool. I think, um, place to be, but born and raised Catholic and I've gone to Catholic mass really my whole life up until I'd say maybe about a year ago or so. Uh, once I moved out to Colorado and kind of went through the divorce process and came back from, I'd say like my second deployment, I've been going to this new life church. Same thing. It's still, you know, Christian service. It's just not like the traditional regimented Catholic mass. It's more of a non-traditional type, non-denominational service. So that's more, that's what I enjoy. I also enjoy when I do yoga, I'll call it yoga, but meditation. I enjoy just honestly sitting in silence, like just being to my thoughts and focusing on being happy about things, being grateful about things and getting out of, um, I'm sure you guys have noticed, but the political climate's insane and it brings a lot of negativity into your life. So distancing yourself, cutting off social media, getting rid of all these things and just being alone into your thoughts. I love it. So that's something I've developed over time. Now, what I do by doing that is I'm putting myself kind of in a, um, in a spiritual state, right? In a presence of gratitude and a presence of positivity and a presence of gratefulness. And what that does is it will attract somebody that has similar thoughts. I will not attract somebody by doing what I'm doing with negativity because I will not allow that in my life. I will resist that. I will push that away. I will leave negativity to its negative thoughts and negative actions and negative words. And I will not allow that in my life. So you cannot attract what your energy is not directly putting out. And that's the whole concept around find your spirituality, find somebody that has, um, well, by you doing things without the result or impact of desiring something to, to happen as a result, right? You let go of the outcome. You let go of the expectation that if you do this, something good will come and you just know that it's going to happen. You don't know how, when, or where, but you know it's going to occur. Just be alone by yourself and do the things that you need to to find your spirituality and your happiness. Do the things you need to to secure yourself and become mentally safe and mentally alert and mentally aware because by doing that, you're going to find somebody that believes in the same things. So the third one, let's talk about the third one. So that's, that's discovering your purpose. It's really discovering your purpose is really about being alone, being to yourself and discovering what makes you happy. Now, I'm not saying you can't go out to the bars. I'm not saying you can't go play volleyball with your friends. I'm not saying you can't go on your motorcycle rides with your group. What I'm saying is do the things that make you happy and stop concerning yourself with what other people have and just do you. Just do you and let go of the expectations of everybody else. 
And by doing that, you discover your purpose. You let go of the job that's not fulfilling to you. You let go of the friend groups that don't help you grow. You let go of the negative interactions and the negative parties you surround yourself with and substances and all that stuff. You let go of all these things that you know aren't right for you and you let go of them. And you stop concerning yourself with the social repercussions of things and you just focus on you, you're going to be successful. You're going to find the success that you're looking for. And that can only happen when you're alone. If you have somebody else influencing your actions, then it's not going to occur for you. So that's why that's number two. That has to be number two because you have to do that as you're being alone. You can't do it when you're with somebody. It won't happen. It will not happen to the same degree that it will if you're alone. Let's get into the third one, heal yourself. This one is a big one for me. This one is absolutely critical in the entire process of being real with yourself and being honest with yourself. Because if you do not heal the problems and the emotional struggles that you have going on in your life, you will only attract people that have the same bullshit going on in the back of their head. And you will only find pain down that road. Believe me, it sucks and you don't want it. And I'm sure we've all gone through it and we can all agree that's not a fun place to be. But you will not find somebody who is mentally stable enough and mentally secure enough with themselves, emotionally secure with themselves, to be in a positive place if you yourself are not in that state as well. They won't. If you do find somebody that is that way, they're going to leave you. And you don't, is that the goal? No, the goal is obviously to find somebody that you want to be with. So you need to be alone and focus on these problems yourself and not bring them up to someone else to solve. So that when you do meet somebody, you can both help each other. You have your cup full. She has her cup full. And now you both can help fill each other's cup and bring each other to a better place in the world. I think, uh, who was it? It was um, Will Smith. I think Will Smith said something. He was talking about his wife and his relationship with his wife. And uh, he's like, I am not responsible for her happiness. And she's not responsible for mine. A beautiful relationship is when two people that are happy come together to help grow their happiness together. It's not a, I'm not happy, you're happy, make me happy. Or it's not a, you are what makes me happy, so don't leave me. It's a, we are both happy, independent people, and we come together to make it more beautiful. And that's what you have to focus on when you heal yourself. I went through, so this is for all of us who have gone through some shitty breakups or some rough uh, times. Remember, this whole thing started, I was married and then divorced when I kind of started this journey for myself, the, the initial kickoff. Um, the big lesson that happened from that first piece, I did not heal myself from the divorce before I got into the next relationship. He who is not healed from his past bleeds on those in his future. And that could not be more true with this. I did not heal from my divorce and I was still in emotional pain. I didn't talk to, I mean, I kind of did talk to somebody, but not enough to the point where I healed from it, right? You have to be able to confront your problems. You have to be able to get these emotions out and these feelings out. And this is why being alone is so important because you won't be able to do that if you're not alone. If you don't learn to solve these problems and these issues by yourself, because what happens is you start leaning on other people. If you lean on someone else to solve your problems, you never deal with them yourself. And that results in this like perpetual train of never solving your own problems. So you, that's, you, you must be alone in order to solve your shit. You got to dig deep. You got to get digging. Like, guys, 
you got to plan some time out. If you guys are going through a breakup or you're going through a divorce or you're going through something, an affair or whatever, if you guys are going through some shit right now, you, uh, you honestly don't be like, oh, one or two months and then, you know, the next religion. No, fuck, dude, you got to stop thinking that way and just let go of like timelines and timetables and all that stuff. Because when you get to a, a stable place, when you get to a place where you are happy with yourself, you almost value, what happens is you value yourself more than you value somebody that isn't right for you. And you'll, you'll, you'll be able to turn away people that aren't right for you because you're like, no, I don't, I don't want to give up who I am and what I have going for me for you because you're not going to help me grow in that. You're not going to help like continue that. You're not going to keep me on my path. You're going to divert me and you're going to distract me from where I want to go. The right person, so, so you leave them, right? But the right person comes along and she's going to help you grow. She's going to encourage you to continue on that path. She's going to continue to push you along in times when you get stuck and need help. She's going to become that driving force that's helping you continue to pursue your purpose and your goal. And you're going to do the same thing for her. It's, it's a reciprocal relationship. But you're both going to continue to grow yourselves in that same direction because you're going in the same direction. She's not going to distract you. She's not going to pull you away. So you can say no to the people that are wrong for you because you don't need to settle. You're happy enough with yourself. Does that make sense? It's the coolest thing, but it is not hard or it is not easy to get to. This is the hardest, by far, the most difficult thing in the world to do. Heal. To solve the shit going on between your two years and heal from everything. I'm telling you, it is, it's taken me, it's probably taken me about three years. It's actually funny because uh, going through, so when you get married, when you get married in, the, uh, in the, the state, right? So you get married, you are married through the state, through the government, right? So the government recognizes your citizen marriage. That's how you get tax, oops. That's how you get all your like tax breaks and stuff and everything else that's going on for you. So that's, that's how getting married in the state is recognized by the state, by the government. Well, if you get married in the church, then there's a spiritual side to that too. So you get married under canon law, which is the, the spiritual side of things. Under we'll, we'll call it, you get married in God's eyes. Okay, so you get married in the church. Now, <clears throat> when you get divorced, the same thing is true. You get divorced through the state, through the court, right? The court confirms a divorce and then you're divorced. So you're no longer married through the eyes of the state, through the government. However, there is a similar process that occurs when you go through a divorce in the church and that's called an annulment. Now, I have been going through an annulment, right? I filed for my annulment with, uh, within the first month or so of finding out everything that was going on. And I've been going through this annulment process over the last three years. Now, it's funny this comes up because just last week or whatever, I finally got my annulment notification saying that, hey, your annulment is approved. Everything has been processed. This is no longer your marriage, no longer valid in the eyes of the church. It's, it's like... The church confirmed a divorce because I got married in the Catholic Church. That's just something that I really wanted to do. It was important to me at the time. So we did. And I finally got notice that it's done. So it's almost like this final stone has been laid in my process of healing my heart. Like I've done everything. I have gone through relationships. I have gone through love. I've gone through all this beautiful stuff and all these difficult lessons, but beautiful lessons at the same time. And... Now that I'm alone and have been alone for over a year, like I am learning how much I love who I am and what I've become and where I'm going that I don't want to sacrifice it for anybody else. Somebody that's not right, right? I don't want to sacrifice somebody that's not right. 
And getting this letter that the annulment is complete is almost like that final stone has been laid and you are like officially healed is kind of what I felt like that letter was telling me. I feel like that was the final stone that was in my way and now it's been laid in my kingdom and now I am like officially mentally. It's like a huge emotional like stepping stone for me to get past that. And it's like, you're good. Josh, you're good. It's kind of like the universe of God telling me, Josh, you have done so much over the last three years and you have learned so many difficult lessons and so many hard times. You have accomplished everything you needed to. You are where you're supposed to be. This is the final thing. Like, this is the final stone. You're done. So it, it's very, um, it's, it's very like rewarding for me to, to have that. And you can't have that without going through some of the pain and the difficult and tough times that I've gone through emotionally. Right. And that's what I want you guys to understand. Don't be afraid. We have to stop as guys. We have to stop being afraid of constantly being to ourselves. We can't, we don't, we don't need a girl to be successful. A guy, we as men do not need a female as much as you hear fucking feminine strength and feminine energy and you know, whatever. Got it. Like feminine movement. It's a thing, but we as guys need to be talking to ourselves too. And you do not need a woman to be successful. You do not need a woman in your life or a girl in your life to be happy with who you are and in going and where you're going. You can achieve so much without the distractions of having a girl in your life. And that's what I need you guys to get in your head. And I want to portray to everybody listening out there is you don't need that. And we need to get ourselves out of this track that we need to have some sort of girl in our life in order to be happy. We need to feel like we're taking care of somebody or like somebody is taking care of us or that we have somebody to sleep next to at night. Like we need to let go of those things and understand we are ultimately, we are insanely powerful when we are alone. Incredibly dangerous people. The amount that we can achieve and succeed at when we do not have a girl to distract us. And I want you guys to understand that because if you don't believe that, you'll never spend the time alone to yourself to be able to heal yourself. And you need to be able to heal yourself because some girl out there, some insanely lucky girl deserves to have you at your best without any other mental problems that you're bringing up either from your childhood or from your past or from previous relationships or any of these things, these trust issues, these abandonment issues, you know, all these relationship issues, anything that you're bringing with you forward, no girl deserves to have a guy that doesn't have his head squared on straight. We need to do that. As guys, we need to understand, spend time alone, be to yourself, don't sleep around dedicate time to becoming who you are because then what's hap- what, what happens is you find the girl that fits all of these things that she needs to. She fills all these voids and all these gaps and fills all these things. She has all of these things that you want in somebody to bring happiness, right? To, to be that person that you want to be with. You find that person and then what happens is you are genuinely filled with happiness. If you could sleep around with a million girls and be like, oh yeah, I'm happy. This is awesome. I'm killing it. No, whatever. You know that there's one guy that I saw all of a sudden, as soon as he meets some girl, there's one girl that he meets and all of a sudden all that's over. He stops sleeping around. He stops being with all these girls. He stops everything and he just focuses on being with her. He spends all his time with her and all that stuff, right? So it's not, you're not happy by sleeping around or being with all these girls. You are happy when you meet that one person that fills this genuine love in your heart. And you're not going to find that unless you 
yourself spend the time you need to be alone and to heal your heart and your past so that you can bring your 100% pure masculine self to the table and allow her to bring her 100% pure masculine energy to the table on her side too. That's what we, we owe it to ourselves. We owe it to each other. You want to find that happiness? You want to find that love? Spend time being alone. Spend time being alone. Be single long enough that you understand who you are. You understand what you're doing and you understand your drive and your passion so you can get all the things that you need to achieve. That's the craziest lesson. It's the coolest thing though once you figure it out because you don't settle for anybody that's not worth it. You find a new value for yourself. And that's what I want you guys to achieve. I want you guys, I want us all to be there. I want everybody to figure that out. So thank you guys for listening in. Of course, fulfillment underscore podcast on Instagram. Send me DMs. Let me know what you guys like, what you don't like. If you guys want to, there's a survey on there. Take the uh, application and we can look at um, doing interviews and stuff. Other than that, thank you guys so much for tuning in. I hope you guys enjoyed the episode. Guys, I hope you guys take a lot away from this and understand the importance of spending time and being alone with yourself. It may take a couple years, but it's 100% worth it if you find the love of your life. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. We'll see you in the next one. See ya.